guys welcome back to floral couch conversations i'm emily and i'm Alyssa, and we are here episode six uh we had a little mix up with the episode numbers before so sorry if you noticed that but and if you didn't now we're pointing it out so whoops now you will notice um today we have some special guests here they are looking like twins wearing the same colored long sleeve light blue shirt and like dark wash jeans but it happens kind of often (laughs) but they're also besties hashtag besties one of them i'm married to the other one you've adopted as a a great (laughs) 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 as a child a lifelong friend (laughs) (laughs) okay well god i could make that awkward Welcome to the show, Scow and Lars, aka Matthew Scow Anderson and Tyler Larson. Glad to be Glad on. Glad you guys Hi are here. Me. Hi. Well, uh, do you guys do we want to start by explaining then? Well, no, actually, the nicknames are pretty self-explanatory. Part of my last name is Scow, so that's where Scow comes from. Part of my <laughs> last name is Lars, and that's where Lars comes from. Okay, glad, yeah. we, glad we got that cleared up. I, I also want to bring up the fact that. Um, it's y- your dad's really jealous that the Anderson part of your last name doesn't get to be used quite. Is as he much really as jealous? Yeah, I've never so, thought of that. So in high school, we made sweatshirts one time for I think it was basketball, and they've just put Scow on the back. And my dad was a little bit mad about that. Really? Yeah. Scow Anderson is quite long, so mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. But very long. But at the same time, I mean, you can, can, can kind of get it a little bit. Yeah. When yeah. You get the full name, but only it's the one of the better hyphens to say, I think, in my opinion, if you had to say. Hyphenated last name, right? Yeah, it's lucky that only one of them is a s- one syllable, and then the rest is three syllables. But mm-hmm. so we're married, but we did not hyphenate our last name. You and Scow Anderson would be a little bit aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Your poor kids would be like, "How do I spell that again?" We had like a few ideas on c- like combining last names. Yeah, like making up last names, like Scow Ander Ewan or. You scanders and yeah, but none of them panned out, and I just kind of panicked last minute and didn't change my name. So eh, it's not like a there's no rush, right? No, it <laughs> can happen whenever or never, whatever. It's mm-hmm. fair. Really I I'm just gonna start to wait until um, maybe we start calling Scout you and now and now he gets jealous Ooh. and the cycle starts again. Oh no. Well, I, people ask me this all the time. Like even a couple of days ago at work, people are like, "Oh, what's your new last name now?" And I have to be like, "Oh, I didn't change it." And then they're like, "Oh," and some people are like, "Oh, like good for you," and some people are like, "Oh, okay." But they're like, "Well, why doesn't he take your last name?" And I have said, "Well, I mean, we could have done that, but his name is Matthew, and my last name is Ewan, so it's like two of the same sounds right yeah, in a row. It just to, sounds weird. Yeah. Yeah. Not have liked that. I don't no. Think. no, no, yeah. So that, that was uh, Matt's brother Aaron married a Larson, so I always used to tell him, "Well, now's your chance. You can finally become a Larson." <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen. They stuck with Haugen. Oh man, Aww. Haugen's a good last name, though. I like that. Anyway, so you guys are lifelong friends. As we, as we just discussed, fifth grade is when you met. Fifth grade. Yep. Fifth grade, yep. yep. That's when I moved to Pelican Rapids. And that's where we're from, kind of, what I, at least what I say now. You've been there forever, pretty much, except for... Um, <coughs> but yeah, basically, k- big kindergarten on, on yep. through. Yeah, so that's right. Yeah, all, all through school. He came over and liked hockey a little bit too much, and we didn't <laughs> have a whole lot of hockey at small town Pelican Rapids, but he, uh, I don't know, he, he, he stuck in. I played hockey, like... <laughs> For like twelve days in St. Cloud before we moved, and then I and then I <laughs> thought I was a big hockey superstar. 
12 you, days. It was like 12 you gave days. the impression you were a big hockey superstar. I, I mean, I had like street hockey pads for goalie, but I feel like we need like a 1v1 hockey match right now or something. <laughs> I haven't skated in so long. My skating skills are nothing to write home about. That's what he <laughs> told me. I I do remember when we first that. started dating, I was like, "Hey, do you want to go ice skating?" And he like totally dodged it and was like, well, my ice skating skills are nothing to write home about. And I remember being like, who says that? That's why you played goalie, right? And that's when exactly. she decided he was the one. <laughs> no, but eventually. Eventually, yeah. yeah. Right. We yep. got there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you guys are still friends and we're 20, you guys are 27 yep. now? Yep. I'm like a month older than Lars. So. Uh-huh. What do you think makes your friendship still alive and strong? What's your secret to life? I think we lived together and have similar interests. We did. We did live together for quite a while. Similar interests, and I I feel just really a really good friend group all together. Yeah, we kind of general. Yeah, yeah. Your friend group is kind of nothing that I've really seen. Well, I I didn't come from a small town. I came from like a bigger suburb. My group of high school friends I feel like isn't really like a solid group. We have another friend, Danny, who has, like, a group of friends, Mm -hmm. like, five BFFs from high school, and I don't really have that. Like, I have two good friends from high school, but a lot of my other girlfriends, like, there was just drama and, like, people lost touch, and I feel like it's unique to find a group of high school friends where there's, like, more than a couple of you who are all still really close. I would agree with that. I have the same, like, experience. Like, there's still people from high school that I'm really good friends with and some that... I like it's fun to catch up when I see them, but not like as close knit as your friend group. Yeah. Or like I'm good friends with a a lot of them, but like they're not good friends with each other. Right. Would you chalk that up to you two going to slightly bigger schools than we did? Or I'm also hearing you mention girl drama, which there can be guy (laughs) drama, but do you you think the bigger school makes that much of a difference? I don't know. I'm just curious myself. I I went to a pretty small school. I graduated with 37 people, so. Okay. I also think that when we we went to high school, we didn't seem like there was any drama or anything or everyone just kind of got along, but maybe that was just us. But then you always hear about some of the other people. I don't know. Yeah. I've also heard, so I actually was having this conversation with someone recently who moved here from Iowa for college, and they said it's like a Minnesota thing, where it's like hard to be, make friends in Minnesota because everyone is still friends with their high school friends. And I was like, interesting, because I don't feel that experience, but then I thought immediately of your guys' friend group and how you're so close, and I was like, huh, sure. maybe that is like a Minnesota trend. We did merge all you guys into our friend That's group. That's true. Though. Yeah, <laughs> That's what I was going to, was getting to, is that you guys have your group of four or five friends who some of them still are up in Pelican or in that area, but you kind of like all just fit into a group. And like whenever you're around each other, you're just like very inclusive and like everyone is part of the group. And I feel like that's part of the reason, like you're all just very like friendly, accepting people. So that that could definitely be too. Yeah. Yeah. I I always kind of enjoyed, uh, so, like, hanging out with your group, and then I felt like we slowly integrated our group in, like, oh, here's, here's one my, person here's at yeah. one person here. Is, one oh. person at a time. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess that's true with us, too, into your group, because we'd introduce one, like, college friend slowly, so. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Alyssa and I went to grad school together. I don't know if you've talked about that oh, yeah. before, but that was kind of I don't of know if we've explained any 
anything no? should we should we back up here back oh. up? Yeah. How, how who met who yeah yeah so we're all friends because scow and i both made the decision to uh go to grad school for accounting Woo! yeah exciting <laughs> we're riveting people <laughs> and actually there's three of the four of us here are accountants so and there's me just a communications professional hey we need someone to be interesting in our group true <laughs> How dare you, Alyssa? You I, bet if, I bet if we all talked about what we did during the day on <coughs> pra- on uh, Wednesday, it would be pretty boring. That's true. <laughs> even me? Well, no, us, the three accountants. Oh, mine's probably pretty boring, too. I don't even remember what I did. On Wednesday, I was driving to Fargo. On Wednesday, I was working on reconciling fixed assets. Ooh, riveting. What did I do on Wednesday? I had a couple client meetings, but nothing Ooh, too clients. Not us clients. So fancy. Noth- nothing, nothing too exciting. Should we post your business card online later? Oh, uh, the <laughs> album cover art. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll hand them out. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do on Wednesday, Emily? We had some people in town from our Baltimore office, so I got to have lunch with some coworkers I don't see very often. So that was oh, fun. Very fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of the one thing about like working at a smaller firm. Like you have different offices, and unless you get to travel, I don't get to travel quite as much but i traveled like once you traveled once yep just one i went to indiana oh yeah that's right Ooh. <laughs> i mean all these indiana places that i'm missing out on i don't know if it was considered you would consider it missing out um but we did get to go to buffalo wings and rings not buffalo wild wings buffalo wings and rings that's a thing were they comparable about the same just different branding fair enough <laughs> If we opened one up here, would we do well? Uh, maybe you put it across the street from a Holiday Inn and a uh, large company. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so speaking of accounting, let's like bring this more to interesting, relevant conversation. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> you guys are all accountants. I hang out with a lot of accountants. My husband's an accountant. Uh, Alyssa was my roommate for a long time. I just hear a lot about accounting things, but... Whenever I ask an accountant how they became an accountant or how they decided to become an accountant, it's usually just like, well, it was like something easy. I knew it would make money and could get a job. But Lars is someone who maybe that was his reason for getting into accounting. I'm not really sure yet. He can tell us. But whenever you ask him how work's going, even if it's like the middle of tax season, he's working like 100 hour days. He's always like, it's great. I love helping clients. I feel like I'm making a difference. (laughs) He's just like very passionate about what he does. And I would like you to talk about it. Um, Give us your backstory. Sure. So the backstory, um, not as exciting as you might think. Um, a little bit different than just, oh, this is a field I can go make money in, this and that. Basically, my dad is a banker, and so I knew I wanted to do something in the line of that. I, I don't think I even knew why I wanted to do something in the line of that, and he told me to become an accountant rather than a finance guy. So I basically did that and ran with it. Like I said, not all that exciting. And then um, just kind of the, tas- the tax aspect, aspect of it. Um, I like to say that the uh, auditing portion is the dark side of accounting. Um, even though wrong, <laughs> e- even, even though I'm the, I'm the only one who works in tax out of our friend group. But no, I you know I'm able to help out a lot of people, and that's just something I ended up liking about it. So it worked out um, for not having a whole lot of reason to go into accounting. I you know I like numbers, that helps. But yeah, so you're very organized on the in the business side of things. I, I try to be. I try to be. Scott, what made you go into accounting? Well, I my original majors in college were chemistry and communications. 
at the same time. I was, yeah. So my, er, my first, I knew this. My (laughs) first advisor, I'm not sure knew what was going on or he was like, (laughs) I, I don't know, but that's what he set me up as. And I was like, all right, sure. We'll do that. And I got into chemistry and communications classes right away. And I was bad at both of them. What made you want to go into chemistry? You just thought you might like science? Yeah, or I think it was our physics teacher in high school, Mr. Wickman. And Mr. Wickman was the man. He, he was the man. Is still is currently the, yeah, man. he's still he's not he's not dead. So no. <laughs> Okay. He's alive. Great. Shout out to Great. Mr. Wickman. Mr. Wickman. Um all the health. I mean wish all wishes. <laughs> I think he did some things that were maybe you wouldn't be able to get away with these days. We shot a potato gun in the classroom. Did and you then, roll bowling balls down the hallway? That's what we did at our school. No, we did shoot the potato gun out the window, I'm pretty sure, too, yes. over the grain silo in town. So Dang. we could almost hit the practice field, I think, for football. Yeah, so that was fun. So he made it like fun and real. And then we went in and I had to learn like chemistry, like bonding and stuff, like yeah. drying, drying structures and, uh, and then doing titrations in the lab. And I was like, no, thank you. I also <laughs> did really poorly in the classes. So then, I, so second semester, I was like, hmm, maybe we should switch things up to something more like business, because I also had an accounting class in high school, and I kind of liked that, too. So, so And I then it stuck. And then it stuck. I think it's kind of funny that you were a chemistry and communications major, and now you have chemistry with a communications major. Ayo. <laughs> no. I'm speechless. That Love was such that. a great joke. I can't believe that wasn't planned. <laughs> as soon as you said it, I was like waiting for my opportunity. <laughs> It was so great. Perfect timing. Yes. Yeah. No, that was that was really good. Uh, I want to backtrack there for a second because before the business part came about, weren't you sort of going to become like a, your own Indiana Jones? Wasn't there a history major in there? <laughs> oh, yeah. For, I wanted to be. For, I, always for wanted one be semester. I always wanted to be a history. Yeah, because I took a history class, but it was not the right one. It was like early Native American studies instead of like Egyptian studies. They don't have thinking. Indiana Jones 101? Uh, no, Concordia did not offer the time. I've not checked the <laughs> curriculum, so I cannot be sure if it's you know there yet. But so, um, if you weren't an accountant, do you think you would do something hi- with history? I think that'd be really fun. That just made me think of what is the weirdest class you took in college? Because <sighs> I immediately thought of the one Emily took in college after you said an Indiana Jones class. So, I took a class, and I had to take an English credit. And werewolves in literature and film was the class that was offered, and I saw that, and I totally jumped on it and our professor was like the coolest lady probably one of the weirdest ladies ever but she studied and did her whole like dissertation like on her doctorate using werewolves literature and everyone thought it was like a twilight thing because like twilight was still kind of in at that time but no twilight is not werewolves they're just wolves they're not werewolves werewolves common misconception interesting i did not know that yeah wait can you expand on that because so werewolf human turning into a wolf yeah a a werewolf is like a monster like not actually like a wolf it's like a human wolf and it only turns like at a at the full moon but a, a human like turning into a wolf just like because it wants to, it's not a werewolf. They're uh, they're animagus, right? Yep, yep. From yeah. If if you're lo- using the Harry Potter yep. universe, yep. there, yeah. Yep. So. Um, I've learned so much today. But from that, I got really into wolves, and started a wolf shirt collection. So if anyone's wondering why I have a wolf shirt collection, it stems back it's to that. It's still growing. What's yeah. your favorite wolf shirt you have? Good question. And how many do you have? I probably have around like twenty something at this time. My favorite one is I have 
a shirt that I got where there's a wolf riding a bike. I really like that one. And then there's also, you never know where you're going to find good wolf shirts. So you just always have to Fleet be Farm. Up. You find them at Fleet Farm. I have a good <laughs> Fleet Farm one, but I have one from Walmart that's so comfortable. And it's like your classic wolf shirt where it's just like three wolves howling at the moon, Is a little blue tie dye. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say. And it's so comfy, and that's probably my my actual favorite. Interesting. Did you guys have to take any um, weird classes? Uh, definitely. So I, I took uh, a study of King Arthur, oh. which, um, similar to Emily, little profe- professor who was extremely passionate about King Arthur. I, we went and had to uh, – I've read more books about King Arthur and written more papers than I thought I'd probably ever do. <laughs> don't ask me for a whole lot of facts on him. I don't remember a whole lot about the class because that was, I think, my first semester. But, yeah, so I, I still have a whole bunch of King Arthur books, but that was that was definitely my hmm. probably most interesting or different class, I guess. I think mine was archery. I took it as my gym credit. Well, I did scuba diving, too, as my gym credit, but – also, those two both kind of were like the same kind of. Do you uh, just like scuba dive in a pool? <laughs> yeah, we just did it in the uh, college pool. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So you learn it there, and then we went to up to Cross Barrington. There's like abandoned mines there that filled with water, so you oh, go and dive cool. in there. That's very cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Awesome. <laughs> learn something new every day. Seriously. But archery was kind of fun because we would. I mean, we're literally shooting bows in the gym, like at targets. Like it's a good thing nobody missed. What about you, Alyssa? Um, I took a. We went to a private school, so I took a theology and Nazism class because I had to take another religion credit, which was kind of interesting. Basically, the whole class was analyzing whether or not the church had the power to stop World War II from happening. So it was interesting. One-month class. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quick one. I yeah, it was a J-term. Did you guys have J-term? Gordy didn't. Uh, U of M didn't really yeah. either. I studied abroad during the winter break, but it's not technically a J-term, I guess. You took like what is the whole month of December or something like that? Was uh, it? Yeah, was yeah. it about three weeks? January. Where'd you go? But I went to London. So <gasps> cool. different random class I took was was it was a basically a study of the Olympics. Oh, um, that's cool. So yeah, because that was your the Olympics were in London in the summer, right? Yes, yeah. they were in the, awesome. they're in the they're in the summer, so we were able to look at a lot of different um, stuff that they were putting up for cool. it and look at past Olympics. So that's so cool. I didn't have to take history class because that was my history class. That's so cool. I was. Uh, yeah, that that worked out really well for me. I did not want to uh, study old facts and. <laughs> no, very cool. But I did the same thing where we had to take an art history class, and I went and took visual communications in Italy, which counted as my art history credit and a communications class. So, oh, you mean the Italy trip? Two times. <laughs> so we've already talked about you guys going to a very small school. Was it um a tough transition to go to then very large schools for college? Well, in terms of like large schools, like Concordia still only has like an How enrollment of like twenty. People from your high school went to Concordia. I think like I think it ended up being like six of us, okay. and oh. so I roomed with someone from high school, and then there was a couple. I think. Yeah, okay, sorry, yeah. I derailed the question. Continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I used to joke and call it West Pelican because th- that college definitely yeah. had the most uh, <laughs> the most kids from Pelican Rapids had it, but yeah, it's close to Pelican, so it's mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of end up there. My whole family went there, though, so kind of a family school because my dad went there. Did you feel pressure to go to that school because your whole family went there? No, I kind of wanted to go to the U of M first, but then I could play football at Concordia a little bit. So I said that was be kind of fun to do that. So I did that. Much better than me going to the U of M and because you're a tall person. 
about being <laughs> everyone ab- assumed you played football. Yeah, well, basically anyone over seventy, um, <laughs> <laughs> they just automatically assume, oh, are you playing football or are you playing basketball over there? No, no, I'm <laughs> not. <laughs> Did you think that the U was really big? So I would say with the U, there's a lot of people. Um, I'm not sure what the, you know, the total. You know, school population is now. I know it was at. I know it was at sixty or seventy thousand total people, but that's with all their graduate Mm -hmm. and master's programs Mm -hmm. that they have. Um, I didn't think. You know, the business school that I went to was still a lot of people. I want to say there was five hundred in my class, but uh, I feel like the U does a pretty good job of kind of separating everything out small class sizes at least for when well, you get to like the when yeah right when you get down down to it yeah my, my yeah. 500 class uh, sized uh, psychology class was was it a thousand or something like that or uh, somewhere mid, it's somewhere north of five uh, not a thousand yeah. but maybe five or six hundred probably what other schools were you looking at uh basically just the u or und you made a good decision i'm fine with that my parent my parents both went with und so they were kind of surprised but <laughs> Yeah, so mostly a lot of people, but everything's kind of separated out into what you're doing. So that doesn't make what sense. What other schools did you look at, Alyssa? Buena Vista, which is like a super small school in Iowa. Hey, we played them in football. Really? Yeah, I had my first catch there for ah. football. Yeah, that was great. So I visited and actually went on a road trip with like my BFF from high school. And we were like, this is like exactly like our high school. We can't go here. <laughs> it was like too small, too like... It was, there's so many similarities. It's on a lake. It was on it a was lake. It was really nice. It was really pretty, yeah. but I was just like, mm, not for me. And then um, you and I, because they have a really good accounting program, and you can, like, get your CPA credits in um, and take the University CPA of Northern graduate. Iowa? Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's then, also a University of Northern Illinois. Oh, yes, University of Northern Iowa. And then St. Thomas was the only other one I applied to, but I is the only one I didn't visit. So, or And St. Kate's I looked at, too. So the only one you didn't visit is the one you chose? Yep. (laughs) Decided to make an impulse decision. And then showed up on day one and saw the campus. (laughs) I looked at seven. I applied to seven schools. Really? Yeah. Which ones? Loyola, Chicago, DePaul, University of Montana, La Crosse, Wisconsin, some other school in Wisconsin I can't remember the name of, St. Thomas, and St. Kate's, I think. I almost played basketball at St. Kate's, but I decided not to go there. And you chose Loyola, but ultimately. I chose Loyola and transferred back to St. Thomas after a semester. (laughs) Best decision she's ever made, because that's why we're all here right now. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. It was. And I still have friends from Chicago. Mm -hmm. Like, Molly was at my wedding. At my wedding. (laughs) No. (laughs) Speaking of your wedding, do you guys want to fill our listeners in on how you came to be the lovely newlyweds that you are? Emily. You want me to take this? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. You can start at least. So, well, the story that I always tell is that Alyssa was in grad school, she, and we were living together at the time, and she came home from class after like a few weeks in this grad school program, and she was like, oh, and I was dating someone else at the time, and she was like, oh, I really wish you weren't dating that guy because, or she was like, too bad you're dating that guy because I there's this guy in my grad school class who I don't even remember I what used the word said. soulmate I yeah think. <laughs> she was like I met she's like he's your soulmate and she gave a bunch of reasons she was like he, you would laugh at everything he says he's tall and blonde and his parents are pastors <laughs> 
So listen, did you just really like Scal, or did you really not like the other guy, or maybe a combination? The other guy was fine, but I, uh, I always was, I always would make the Princess Diaries reference about your foot popping, and said he never made your foot pop. If you guys have seen Princess Diaries, and then. I just, every time Scout made a joke, I was like, that sounds like an Emily joke, or that sounds like something Emily would say. I was like, these two are perfect for each other. <laughs> and so she, that day she was like, yeah, he's coming over tonight, uh, so you'll get to see him. And I was like, okay, whatever, because I had a boyfriend at the time, so I was like, not really, like, you know, paying attention that much. But I do remember meeting him and being like, oh, yeah, she's right. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, side note, then all of her grad school friends came over and were crazy partiers, and we were not expecting that. How I became corrupted. You're welcome. Thanks. Because <laughs> Alyssa never drank, really, like, I, in our apartment in junior year of college before we turned 21, she didn't allow us to have alcohol in it because she was applying to grad school and didn't want to get in trouble, which we, res we respected. We would go to parties and she would just like drop us off and leave or we would pregame with coffee instead of alcohol. <laughs> you guys were good friends. <laughs> we, we were still pregame with coffee. Yeah, though, we to do. Be honest. <laughs> um, but so then Alyssa's like, oh, yeah, all my grad school friends are coming over and we think it's going to be like a few girlfriends like coming over to go out. And then like this whole crew rolls in. We're like, oh, my gosh. And, and then it was just a year of the cohort saga. Cohort saga. I love that. That's lots, great. <laughs> lots happened, but lots of great memories and stories. So continuing our love journey, which I guess I will call it. Um, <laughs> the love journey. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of an old Greg reference. What's the love song that he's saying? Love games. Love games. Love I games. love games. Continuing our love games. games. <laughs> um, I'm old Greg. <laughs> so... Yeah, so I dated this guy for a, this other guy for a long time, and every time I was like upset about something, Alyssa would be like, "Oh, like my friend Scow, like blah blah blah," and I was like, "Why do you keep bringing this guy up?" And subliminal messaging. If it did work out, I would be like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so then and then we broke up, and then she was like really pressing it, and so I was like, "Okay, sure, like we'll see." And she's and she started like inviting me to hang out more with her group of friends. And one night just ended up talking for a while and hit it off. And there were some other events that happened, but, you know, it worked out. I didn't realize there was that whole backstory going back even further because I, I I just remember meeting you for the first time at Morrissey's. And that, that was that not the first time you met me. Because I, I don't think she I was, was at your house over, She came that. over and we went I to. I definitely we went to uh, drove you Toby to Toby Keith's. One but that time. was very briefly, right? Alex yeah. was there. It was one night. Was, yeah. I think that was the night that Ricer was there too. Yeah, oh, that was yeah. the night where he came in the back door. Was that be yeah. was that before Morrissey's? I didn't know that. I didn't remember that was before Morrissey's night. But anyways, yeah, that, yeah, that was like so two, wait, two years before Morrissey's. You night. didn't know the backstory, Lars? Maybe well, one year before, actually. We like we'd hung out with Emily a couple times. See this, you can kind of no. tell this is like the integration of the PRBs into the right into the uh, mix. Because I came over to you guys' house. I, I remember. I, rem I do remember that one. We I, played I, Never I, Have I Ever. I must just have my timelines <laughs> messed up. Leave it to Emily to remember a timeline. 
because now that she doesn't live with me, actually, I'm like, huh, when is that? I wish Emily was here. She'd tell me the exact date, what the weather was like. That day <laughs> that we came over to your guys' house, it was um, Alyssa and I went to get our ears pierced, like, super impulsively. And then I bought a jar then. of mini pickles at Target. How, how, does, how, how does that stick with you? I don't know. I just remember things like that. What did you need the pickles for? I just really wanted them. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Your pickles in the fridge because I just really wanted pickles one exactly, night too. Exactly. That's so. why we're married. Yeah. Best, exactly. part, best part of that day was the jar of mini pickles, not meaning scale. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Well, that I, that wasn't the first time I met oh. you. Met him. Second time. Maybe second time. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. Then. Yeah, we hit it off, started dating, and eventually got married, and here we are. And Lars and I both had the honor of um, giving speeches yeah. at their wedding, which was oh, always quite interesting. The honor. Yeah, definitely the quite. We the gave honor, you the option, uh, and you and you and took you it chose. and ran. Yeah. Yes. Well, my understanding was first you told me that I was speaking um, about a couple weeks before. Well, it's always a request, and never just tell you things. I always request things. Well, was it, no, I first heard because somebody asked you who was speaking, and then you went through the first three, and then you said Lars, and I said what? <laughs> I thought that was like a joke. No, that that was that the was first at the time cabin, right? Yeah, that like was, yeah. a few that weeks was, before the wedding. That was at the cabin, and I think you said something along the lines of, "Oh, we were rounding it out" or something like that. And so, I mean, I was yeah, it's gotta, I be, was, it's gotta be even, you know. Two I was two. yeah, basically in from that time. Cool. But yeah, I don't know. It, so yeah, it, it's just kind of interesting as far as speeches go. Alyssa and I were talking earlier that we both kind of added some stuff into our speech that we weren't expecting and left some stuff out that we didn't mean to leave out, but I, maybe that's just kind of how those uh, high-pressure speeches go. Well, and I'm nervous anyways, and then a certain someone went right before me and kept talking about how great my speech was going to be, and so I was, like, freaking out. I had full confidence in you, Alyssa. It right was. Now. It was a great speech. Well, thank you, yes. but I... It, I want to hear I the parts that you forgot. You yeah. both knocked it out, by the way. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Was um, wonderful. I'll read it to you at some point. Okay, <laughs> my, I my favorite though is that Lauren read Alyssa's speech. Our friend Lauren read Alyssa's speech before um, she did, just to, like yeah, give any advice or some edits or whatever. And the part Lauren told Alyssa to keep <laughs> out was something like, "Yeah, so they went on their first date and they had." Like great times in the Jeep. I or said it was like talking about taco, like getting tacos and then spending quality time in the Jeep. And in my head, I didn't realize that that made it sound like you're getting it on in the Jeep, but you were just so obsessed with your new Jeep that you wanted to sit in your Jeep. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. <laughs> it's my first new car, so I was like, so understandably excited about it. But in my head, I didn't realize that like parents grandparents would probably think other things and lauren's like you can't say that <laughs> i was like oh okay <laughs> so lauren was along the lines of uh, they parked but really they just parked and talked because and apparently uh, smelled the so new car smell. no yes. it was first <laughs> date we went to get ta- we went to um lagos tacos and we were walking back to my apartment at the time and his new car his new jeep was parked right outside and I was like, okay, first date, like, I'm not sure if I should, like, invite him inside to hang out for a little longer. Like, we could sit on the porch, I guess. Um, Not. And so I was like, oh, like, do you want to sit on the porch for a while? And he was like, actually, do you want to sit in my car? (laughs) So (laughs) romantic. And I was like, sure. He he was like, do you want to see my new car? And I was just like, okay, sure. And then we ended up sitting in there for, like, two hours. It's got heated steering wheel and seats, so... 
It's really fun to drive. I like it. I I would agree with that considering yeah, I you gotta, got the you same gotta, Jeep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we talk a lot about reality TV shows on this podcast. What reality TV shows are you guys into right now? Currently, I don't know. Or I, have you been into yeah, currently, at I don't times know, I don't in your know life? If I do watch any right now. Uh, Besides Secret of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> Uh, is that, a, yeah. is that on Nickelodeon? Legend, on Nickelodeon, Legend, oh. Legend, oh, Legend of the Hit Shoot, Legend of the Hidden Temple. Back in the day, I I don't really on purpose follow reality that TV. That was a great show. Just when we're here watching The Bachelorette, and you're also here. <laughs> I'm in the basement hiding. <laughs> yeah, I thought for sure that I wasn't going to have anything to add to your reality TV show talk because when I first thought of it, I saw a reality TV show as Snooky slash bachelor bachelorette and i don't watch either of those I bachelor in paradise I'll, I'll take your word for it i watched uh, caught up in jersey shore family vacation earlier today sure. yeah and, th- <laughs> and then i realized that well technically fear factor and like competition shows because you were mentioning some that you watched LSL on uh, mtv i didn't realize those are technically considered reality tv shows does so american still ninja watch? warrior count yeah oh cool. yeah that, that's what i mean I, have you, you guys still ever watched, watched fear factor sorry have you guys ever watched Big Brother? No. no. I tried. I I've just heard a lot about it, but I, I don't really have a desire to watch. I don't know if Fear Factor is still going. I have it a, is. I it's I on MTV, it's and they nice. have a lot of people from the challenge on the <laughs> on Fear Factor. And I, I want to say it's hosted by Ludacris. Do they still like eat <laughs> bugs and stuff? Oh, yeah. 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 That, they like, yeah so I had used, a Dodge Fire. I used to watch a lot of that. And American Gladiator, I think. Yeah, American yeah, Gladiator. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. I haven't heard of Big Brother. What's that one about? Um, I don't even know. It's on CBS, but it's I think it's like a bunch of people in a house kind of thing. They have like 24-hour footage you can like watch online. I don't even know. like. What do they do? So you know how Big Brother is? Like, Have you ever read the, the book 1984? Oh, that, that's right. It's kind of like, it, it's not like Big Brother, like um, like the program for Like Big Brother's kids. watching you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like Big Brother's watching it. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like celebrities and like people and they're just in a house with cameras on them all the time. And then they do normal reality show things. I yeah. Believe. I don't know how what how the like voting or like getting kicked on and off works in Big Brother, but they are f- now a feeder show for the challenge. So some people from Big Brother go on there and they all are the worst people. So <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> so this is a, not a promotion of the challenge. This is a promotion of the challenge, but I have my favorites and the Big Brother people are not them. <laughs> I didn't realize that crisscrossed so much. Okay, so every we ask every guest, if you had a reality TV show, what would it be called and why? And feel free to explain the premise. My own. So I, I tried to come prepared for this question because I've, of course, listened to the podcast. Ooh, loyal but, listener. Um, every episode. Woo! It was oh, Piece of Geo Lover 14. <laughs> really? <don't know. laughs> Thanks for reviewing us on iTunes. How did you know it was me? Um, I don't know if I fully heard the. You can take credit for it. Okay. Um, no, but anyways, um, my, I mean, my only thought was just the, the PRB is it's a show true. about small town living mm-hmm. with a bunch of friends who never moved out of town. And s- one of them still works at a grocery store. And all of our antics. Am Only wait, one of them? A- am I still working at the grocery store? Yeah, of course. Like, you're working at the grocery store. We all used to work at a grocery store mm-hmm. uh, in town. Well, not all of us. Most of us. Of when you describe that, I immediately thought of the show The Ranch. Like where they're all like in their hometown, living their life. It'd be very similar. <laughs> yeah, very similar. Yeah. We watched Age of Adeline last night, which has Joanne from the ranch in it. Yeah, I didn't know oh, that. Oh, that's with Blake Lively too, right? Yeah, so great movie. Was it good? Oh, it's a movie. movie. Super yeah. good. Yeah. I've seen it twice now. I bawled my eyes out through the whole thing. Really? Yeah. Jamie said she really liked it as well. I'm an emotional person though. So. <laughs> 
Did you think of a name? Yeah, the PRBs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The PRBs. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, small town living. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like there's gonna be a lot of country music in that TV show or that reality show, and I don't know if I'm up for that. Oh yeah, why? Why do you dislike country? I just feel like that's. But. I suppose. I don't like polka as much as people think I do. <laughs> no, you you do. You do. Weird Al polka. Well, I mean, Weird Al polka. Weird Al is a completely different uh, genre of things. So it's like... A different genre of polka? No, I mean, his polkas are different. And yeah. I bet you two never thought we'd brought up, bring up Weird Al on this podcast. But I'm really happy you did. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it wasn't us. It was you. <laughs> yeah, it was Oh, you. did we? Oh, yeah. But, but, <laughs> but the polka reminded me of a story of one time my grandma... Oh, I thought this was gonna be a story about me. Oh, and I'm glad it's not. Do you want? I mean, I can make one up. No, I hope I don't like remind you of polka. <laughs> Continue. Sorry. No, but my grandma. So she's widowed, and she goes to a lot of single dances. And she was like, "You should come sometime," knowing that I'm single. And I was like, "Uh, what?" Like picturing that it's all these like old people. She's like, "We're trying to get some younger people to join the singles group." And she's like, "There's lots of fun dancing to like polka and stuff." And I was like, "Uh." I remember that. I totally would have gone with you. (laughs) Um, but I just like imagine it being everyone my grandma's age. So I don't know that that's gonna be a thing. But get some polka outfits. Go to town. Singles (laughs) dancing night. Yeah, I mean she loves it. It doesn't seem like my kind of thing. I'm going to stick with the poorhouse. <laughs> I'd say the guys would walk up to you and be like, what room are you in? Also, oh, speaking of the poorhouse, I would really like to clear up a rumor that has been started. And actually, we've got a lot of um, passionate feedback about your statement about the poorhouse and the band that we yeah, can see So for people listening who don't live in Minneapolis, the poorhouse is a bar downtown minneapolis and there's a band called some shitty cover band and they cover like songs like blink 182 fallout boy like that kind of all music. the good things um big fan big fan i think it's all the small things <laughs> <laughs> i was almost gonna say that um so and it's a band that people in our friend group are very passionate about it's really all songs you can sing to and yell at right. top of your lungs and on our last podcast some shitty cover band was brought up and I was like, and I want to clear up. I never said I don't like some shitty cover band. I never said that. I just am not as passionate of a fan as some other people that I am close to. Now, is that because they're usually at the poorhouse? Were were you with when we went to the the beer sampler? Yeah, I was there. They were good. Did you enjoy them more when they were at the outdoor? I thoroughly enjoyed them at the outdoor setting. I think that was Alyssa who didn't enjoy them as much because it was a beer sampler. Oh, right. Hey, no, they had some, like, uh, wine. Spritzers, too. Spritzers, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Anytime. So, I just wanted to clear that up. So, apologies if I offended anyone. We'll still be friends. Okay. For anyone that has asked about our, the status of our friendship. Yeah, this is mostly an apology for Alyssa. <laughs> Please right? don't read the fan mail coming in. <laughs> you can't take that back. It was already sent. <laughs> I paid postage. Speaking of all these great jokes Scow keeps making, um, Scow is known in our friend group to make some really... Uh, hilarious joke. We'll go with hilarious jokes. You can't see the air quotes because this is a, a podcast, but... They're, they're there. Um... Do you have a favorite joke that you would like to share with our listeners? My favorite joke of all time um, is... I feel like we need like a drum roll or something. No, no, no. Play it down. Play it, okay. 
So there are two fish in a tank and one turns to the other and says, you know, drive this thing. <laughs> That's your favorite joke of all time. Yeah. I feel like I've heard some better ones from you, but I'm well, some of them are off the, off the cuff though. As a lot, yeah, of, a lot of my jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you just say, tell a joke, it's like, you know, That's there are two true. potatoes in an oven and one turns to the other and says, is it hot in here? And the other one says, ah, a talking potato. I've heard that joke, but with muffins. I have a joke. <laughs> tell us. So I know which one you're going to tell. <laughs> How do you know? Tell it and I'll tell you. I'll see if I'm right. So there's a car yep. full of. <laughs> Apparently, Alyssa's a big fan. There's a car full of snails and they're driving down the road and they are ready to go to a party and they're they're snails so and they're all together in a family so the top of their car and the sides of their car has a big letter S on it for snail and there happened to be a helicopter flying above them and they the people find the helicopter looked down and they saw the giant S on top of the snail car and they said hey Look at that S car go. <laughs> and they had, the snails had a great time at the party. Woo. I love how um, it gets. It, I, it's always like I heard it for the first time because you picture it this. There's snails on the road. Lars, <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite joke? Well, let's, I'll, I'll, I'll try to keep it along with um, your two jokes. What did one tomato say to the other? Salsa. Catch up. I was gonna say, let's drop Tomato Town. It's a Fortnite reference. I was like, I don't get it. That Fortnite win though. That Fortnite win though. We can drop. We can dive in. We can drop into. We can drop into video games next time. And maybe if there is a next. Don't think that there's (laughs) space on our calendar for the next. We might be five years (laughs) about video game topics, but. So thanks, guys, for coming on our podcast. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks. You're welcome, Brad. Thanks for having us. (laughs) Uh, We'll have to have you back again sometime. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Floral Couch Conversations. You can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud and Instagram at Floral Couch Conversations. And if you're enjoying what you're listening to, um, feel free to rate us on iTunes, Review, leave us a review, um, subscribe, and tell your friends. Thanks, everyone. Bye. See you next time.